Welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. What's going on, folks? I'm Matt here to help you on your journey to financial independence. And in today's video, I want to talk about the traditional IRA versus the Roth IRA. So let's get into it right now. So in one of my previous videos, I showed you how to open an IRA at Vanguard. Now, whether this is a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA, the video pretty much shows you how to just open either account. But today I want to talk about the traditional IRA and the Roth IRA. And we all kind of think that the IRA stands for individual retirement account, but the IRS actually defines IRA as an individual retirement arrangement. So it kind of makes sense. But nowadays you'll hear that A stand for account. You know, when you have something like a traditional 401k, right, that you get through an employer or a 403b that you get from your organization that you work for, you don't get taxed on the money that you're put, putting into those accounts right now you're going to get taxed on that money that when you withdraw it later, like after the age of 59 and a half, when you start to withdraw that money. So it's important to understand. I think most of us are very familiar with how a 401k works or a 403b works. Now, your IRAs can occur similarly, right? There's going to be some kind of tax uh, application to the money that you're putting in, whether it's today or whether it's in the future, that's going to depend on which IRA you choose. And you can have either a traditional IRA and or a Roth IRA. You can actually have both at the same time, but the income, the, the contribution limits total for your IRA, whether it's a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA or both, equal has to equal that same amount. So I think for 2021, it's $6,000 if you're under the age of 50 or so. And if you're above that age, it's you get an extra $1,000 contribution that you can contribute to your IRA. So the biggest difference between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA is how taxes are treated. In a traditional IRA, you defer or delay paying taxes on your contributions to a later time, like retirement, where you'll hopefully be in a lower tax bracket when you start withdrawing your money from your traditional IRA bucket, that's when you pay taxes on what you contributed and any gains to the contributions that you made, okay? So any money that grew in that IRA, that traditional IRA, when you get ready to withdraw it, that's also going to be taxed, okay? But you're not paying any taxes when you contribute that money today, as long as you meet the income eligibility requirements to, you know, to not be taxed for that traditional IRA. Now with a Roth IRA, you're contributing money that you've already paid taxes on. When it comes time to make withdrawals, guess what? You don't have to pay any taxes on what you contributed and you don't pay any taxes on the growth. So the money actually grows tax-free. Now, there are analysts and experts out there who you know, will make the argument that in the future, be prepared for the government to apply some sort of back-end tax on the Roth IRA. But for now or anytime soon, that's not really a concern. And I'm hopeful that that will never happen. But you never know with the government. They're, they can tax you on so many different things that it's just, it's not even funny at all. So be, be aware of that. But for now, the Roth IRA, if you meet the income eligibility requirements to be able to contribute after-tax dollars into a Roth IRA, then I would definitely be doing that right now. If you're in the lower tax bracket, if you're not making that much money, right? If, you're, if your income is a lot lower, 
what a lot of uh, financial personal finance experts say is to go ahead and contribute to the IR, to the Roth IRA. Your contributions to the Roth IRA can actually be withdrawn anytime, tax-free and penalty-free. To withdraw the earnings, the money that you made in that Roth IRA, you'll have to wait five years and be at least 59 and a half. And here's something really cool. Withdrawals are actually not required during your lifetime. So this makes for a pretty awesome alternate savings account, possibly an emergency fund, and a really great way to leave money for your heirs, a really great inheritance that you can pass on to your kids or other you know, future generations. And that just makes for a really great bucket to invest in, especially for future generations. When it comes to the traditional IRA, withdrawals are penalty-free beginning at age 59 and a half. And you will have to take distributions at the age of 70 and a half. Any money left behind in a traditional IRA, the beneficiaries will actually have to pay the taxes on that inherited IRA. So just be aware of that. That's why it's really good to convert that traditional IRA to a Roth IRA if you can do that. So check with your CPA. I personally have done this myself. It's fairly simple. You open a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA and you contribute to a traditional IRA and then convert that money into a Roth IRA. Usually the brokerage firm, again, Vanguard, one of my favorite not sponsored brokerage firms, helps you, is pretty makes it pretty easy to be able to do that on their site. Now when it comes to investment selections and what you can invest your money in, you pretty much have whatever it is that you want. You can invest in CDs, you can invest in single stocks, bonds, mutual funds, it's all there. And you know my favorite investment to have, and that's the U.S. Total Market Index Fund. That's the lion's share of what our investment uh, strategy is. Of course, we'll introduce things out there like single stocks, but that will be a very small portion, maybe up to like 5% of our overall portfolio. But as of right now, um, you have all so many options that you can invest in with your IRA. Remember, the IRA is pretty much just an account, like a savings account, right? You're not in, you're not investing, like the IRA is not really like the investment. You're actually investing in the different things like a stock, a bond, a CD, a money market fund. You can have those investments in your IRA. You just need to open the account and then go in and start selecting those different investments and put the money in there, right? So if you're doing $200 a month that you're automatically contributing to your IRA, you can set it up to automatically invest in the different funds that you that you prefer that you want to have in your account. So when it comes down to it, I do like having the Roth IRA over a traditional IRA. There are strategies to optimize the traditional IRA and ultimately paying very little tax by converting that money to a Roth IRA over time, which is something that I'll talk about. It's called the Roth conversion ladder. It's a very interesting topic. It's a very interesting subject to, to cover, and that's something that I'll definitely be covering in the future. But either way, you can't go wrong having one or the other if you're just getting started. The easiest way to decide, I think, whether to choose a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA is by thinking about when you want to pay taxes on your contributions and growth. If you want to pay it now and get it over with, then go with the Roth IRA. But if you want that deduction today and worry about paying taxes later, then go with the traditional IRA. I hope this explanation of the differences between the traditional IRA and the Roth IRA have helped you. So let me know in the comment section below which one you're going to be investing in, a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. I look forward to hearing what you got to say. Don't forget to subscribe and like this video if you found value today. And we'll definitely do this again soon. Peace.